often you're not really a morning person. No. As long as I've known you anyways. <laughs> no, I'm I'm generally not a morning person. Aw, that sucks, man. You're not a morning person either, Bo, generally. Well, I am I am a morning person because usually... No, I'm... you're not a morning person. You're an extremely I'm late night person that it becomes morning. You are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Welcome to the Good, Bad, or Bullshit Podcast, where we're programmed to deliver verdicts, but not programmed to love. Joining me today, as per usual, is the uh, hemp-powered Michael Hodgins. Mike, hello. I'm not hemp-powered, I'm just like everyone else, glucose-powered. <laughs> Alright, and also joining us is the pizza, Pepsi, and Joe Louie-powered, Crofton Steers. Crofton, Hello. <laughs> That was accurate. Hello, Bo, and Happy New Year to I, you and to the listeners. Yeah, I pride myself on my accuracy. I am the uh, master of ceremonies, Bo Schwartz. Hello. And yes, Happy New Year's. It's the first good, bad, or bullshit of 2015, and it's looking pretty good. Now we've podcasted successfully in three years, back to back. We have? No, we started in 2013. Yeah, so 2013, 14, 15. That's oh, three, yes, sucker. I understand. Man, yeah. That hemp powered CPU. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I got up at 3.40 this morning, so don't give me a, a hard time. 3.40, what time? Three four, well, Western time. Yeah, that's why I'm still on Eastern time, but I have driven across the country, and now it is like my brain is still on other time. Or more specifically, my son's brain is still on other time because he's a baby and he didn't get the memo that we were shifting time zones. That sucks. What, so for the benefit of our listeners, what's going on? Oh, I'm off work for a few months, and my wife and I decided that we would spend some time in the western provinces of uh, Canada. And so, uh, yeah, we're out here for a few months, just sort of enjoying this, the winter out here in the mountains and, um, you know, just uh, connecting with each other. So it's going to be a nice uh, nice few months, something I've always wanted to do. And, uh, yeah, Sounds it's a hell of a cool. drive, I'll tell you. So did you guys have a good uh, Christmas holiday? Yeah, I had a super, super great baby's first Christmas Uh uh, not me, but like my baby, she had a good time. Uh, I don't think she recognized it was Christmas. We had presents for her, and my wife wanted to give them to her a few days before because so she could use them. Uh, and I was like, no, 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 we got to wait till Christmas. And she's like four months old. She couldn't give two craps about Christmas or when she gets her presents or why she presents. Uh, even if she doesn't care, it's never too early to start that that indoctrination about Christmas. It's where you true. Start- Restart lying to your kids and justifying it because of magic. I haven't started yet, but I plan to soon. <laughs> well, I had a great Christmas holiday. I watched all nine seasons of Seinfeld pretty much consecutively. Uh, I think my heart has heart has atrophied from sitting on the couch. But apart from that, it was great. <laughs> yeah, sounds like a good way to spend the holiday season. Mine was a bit meh. Um, Ivan... My son is te- was teething through Christmas, so he did a lot of crying, and then um, it wasn't it wasn't the best Christmas, but um, it, was, <laughs> oh. it, was, it had some nice bits too. So Baby's first ruined, Christmas, he ruined Christmas. I mean, you should it's just an, tell him that. It was kind of funny because he was not in a good mood for the the week preceding the New Year, and then January first, he had uh, basically two teeth in his in his little gums. Oh, teething so, is bad. I hear I hear that's well, bad. Kids don't you know, like that. you wouldn't want a teeth 
poking through your gums. It's true. Well, I I technically have some, but I I get what you're saying. The whole poking through process would be a, a yeah, tooth. Like, yeah. Like if one started coming out the side of your gums right now, you you wouldn't be a happy camper. Yeah. Well, I have a weird bump in my mouth that I th- always think is a tooth, but I'm always waiting to see if it'll something will come of it, and nothing happens. So I don't I don't know what's hmm. going on there. Could be a hey, tumor. Hey, what do you call a Smurfs <laughs> tooth? Uh, mm, uh, blueberry. A Bluetooth. Okay. I think that um, this rambliness has gone on long enough, and we should get to our first topic of 2015. Sweet. Sounds good. Break so I've uh, packed up the random topic generator and, and driven it with me across the country, and it is here and fueled up and ready to go. How are gas that's prices like, over there, by the way? That's are they more excellent. Excellent. They're eight, I saw 82. Uh, so, you know, we can get a lot more topics, really, for less cost now. Hey, do you think you could bring back some gas and sell it to people over here? No, it's not worth it. (laughs) (laughs) Way to pollute that fresh mountain air. Um, The topic today is beer. Oh, beer, eh? Spirits. No, no, not spirits. Spirits oh, beer, is specifically beer is not, not beer. <laughs> beer is uh, spirits is like hard alcohol. Beer okay. is not. Okay, I'm just thinking of like fantasy novels where they're like, oh, and we were dining with spirits and the magical fireworks were. That'd be more like a mead. Look, it's it's a like semi fermented <laughs> drink made out of wheat and barley and um, hops and hops. And various other things to add different flavorings. Um, I mean, everyone knows who beer, what beer is. I'd be surprised if you so didn't. So it's, it's, it's not just water and alcohol? <laughs> no, no. It's not. the only yeah. ingredient I've ever looked at on a label for beer is the alcohol content. And then it's pretty watery. So I was like, whatever. Yeah, it's I mean, funny because I think it's the most. It's it's one of, if not the aside from water, obviously the most drank beverages in the world. I think tea and coffee are still up on it, but I think it's it, it surpassed wine a while ago, which was a it. which was a big deal. I would be shocked if it passed coffee though, but um, but yeah, think, no, I'm not, I'm not surprised. Yeah, I think coffee's number one. So beers for uh, the low class, right? Uh, not not anymore. Now they, you got the craft breweries, you got the hipsters out there, and uh, who like the good tasting beers. I'm probably one of those. The micro I, brewers. Yeah. So I, I think beer has expanded, and 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 that it used to be like I the days of when my dad used to drink beer. He drank like O'Keefe, which I think of as like I don't even know if it still exists that beer. And my grandfather drank fifty, and that was all they drank ever. Uh, in quant- mass quantities, but I feel like now, you know, there's a little class of people who like a different beer depending on what meal they're eating, more like wine, you know, or the time of year, that kind of thing. Yeah, no, I know. There's a place near my house, uh, I think you're both familiar with it, called Beyond the Pale. Not that I'm really endorsing the place, but um, I had a, we had a really interesting beer. Our friend of the show, Breck, uh, recommended this peach beer to me, and it kind of tasted like peach. I think it was amazing at first because it was new, but in retrospect, I, I don't think I liked it. Yeah. But look, 
Breck Look, loves beyond not, the pale. Let's not bullshit around this crap with the fancy microbreweries. Yes, in <laughs> in 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 our area, that's that's gaining traction, and and possibly in other places as well. A lot but, of other places, it's it's taking even the states. It's it's like it's it, on it's huge growth. Still, the huge majority amount of beer is the. Yeah, Budweiser, uh, Molson, um, you know, like it, it general, yeah. like uh, brand name beer, and um, and the most popular reason to consume it is to get wasted and not to have a delicious beverage. As that, uh, as our our friend uh, Jason Jason Dion, who who we played Dungeons and Dragon with, uh, and is a brewer, called it he called it Mega Swill. Mega Swill, yeah, it, and and I I can see that it's just like. Here's a disclosure. Before we get too far, we can all talk about our 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 various amounts of beer consumption. But I do not drink. Period. Like I don't drink beer. I don't you, drink. Have booze. you had one though? Yeah, I've had. I've actually had a fair amount. A fair amount of different types of beer, but not like I can never even finish a full bottle of that. Have you ever anything. come home from a day of work and been like, there'd be nothing better than to just drink a beer right now? Oh, absolutely not ever. Yeah. And but let's here's, face it, you've had sips of beer. You yeah, haven't yeah. really drank like a, a a whole beer. Yeah, I've drank a whole beer before. It was absolutely putridly disgusting. <laughs> now, here's the here's the thing about uh, uh, the thing about beer. I think if you ask absolutely everyone, uh, aside from the liars. Everybody will say that the first taste of beer they had wasn't very good. I, I, if somebody says, oh, yeah, I had a sip of beer. As soon as that honeydew touched my tongue, I knew that I was in love. That person is a liar. Well, okay, because what I, would, what I would say to counter that is that uh, we live in the era of sugar. And, uh, and, and I know you to consume a lot of sugar, as do most people. So uh, we're used to v- extremely sweet things, right? So, so when we taste beer, it seems really bitter. But that's only because our palates have been like, you know, coerced into believing that everything should be like Coke, like syrupy sugar. So, uh, uh, yeah, it tastes like kind of harsh in comparison to that. But if you, if you hadn't had that kind of sugary beverage, it actually does taste a little bit sweet and uh, – a certain types of beer, anyways, a little bit bitter. Depends on how much hops is in it and stuff like that. But I, I, I find I know it is of no one. You're sidetracking my point here. I know of no one who has had their first beer and said that this was delicious, uh, right off the top. Like it's 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 something that that people end up drinking and drinking and drinking because it's a cheap way to get drunk. Like it's sort of like coffee. And you didn't like your first drink of coffee, but you drink coffee now. No, that's absolutely true. But we're not reviewing coffee now, are we? <laughs> I just want to point beer. out your hypocrisy. That's all. It's not hypocrisy. It's well, I, it's, well, if it's you an acquired. What, what my opinion acquired is on taste. coffee, I would tell you pretty much the exact same thing I'm telling you about beer. I would make the same points, and I'm pretty sure my verdict would be the same on coffee than it is going to be on beer. Um, which and uh, so so my point remains is is that beer is. Pretty much universally across the board, an acquired taste for everyone, and I find that interesting, just because it is, as well as coffee, 
two of the most popular drinks in the world. And the fact that nobody likes it originally, but keeps drinking it. But what do these two things have in common? They both have drugs in them. And and people are drinking them for the drugs, not the taste. And I think like they're finding ways to make it more palatable and more, you know, smooth to drink and nice to drink. But the rea- the reality is that they're they're not drinking it originally for the taste of the beverage. I suppose so. I I personally think that's a pretty narrow view of it. And I'm being someone who also does not drink much beer, but I do I do enjoy a beer, and it did take me a long time to acquire the taste. I think that you're looking at it just through the the lens of you know here and now. Uh, but beer is one of the oldest beverages. Uh, that mankind has, and uh, and there were whole eras where where people only drank beer almost because water would essentially make you sick. So there, it's like a his, it's like part of humanity in a way. It's a it's a it, the, it was just like a common beverage because like children drank beer in like the Middle Ages because it was the safe beverage to drink. So it was beyond just getting drunk. Um, though uh, let's face it, I agree with you, Crofton. People like to get drunk, and beers, beer is a, a is a good way to I, I do think, that th- if you consume enough of them. I think Crofton's point is made this way, though. Um, I remember I don't know if they still make it, but there was there there is a zero percent alcohol option for beer, and I've never met, heard of too many people who are into drinking it, except for maybe people who were cutting down or recovering from, you know, alcohol or alcoholism. Um, but you know, I even I drink a Coke Zero. Like there, there, like if you look at sort of a a drug drink of like caffeine, you know, there are options that are um, that have stuck around uh, for certain drinks. Like you can have coffee just black. Either there are these non-sugary options for the drink, but you don't hear very many people having virgin versions of beer. Like, just no, I don't want any alcohol in my beer. Like, I don't think I don't think it necessarily means well, you're just drinking it to get drunk. Because I've had um, you know just a beer. There have been periods of my of my life where, especially working in a physical job, I you know you can find a beer refreshing, have one after coming home and and enjoy the taste of it. Um, but you know, it's definitely an acquired taste. Like I don't drink grapefruit juice and there are plenty of people who enjoy drinking that. And I feel like if I drank enough grapefruit juice, if I sort of habituated myself to it, I'd come to acquire that taste. And the same could be probably said of beer, but yeah. um, I don't think people drink 0% beer. I, I I never met somebody who, who did that. No, I know. I, I agree. I agree with that. I also agree with what you said that people do get into like liking beer. Like I'm talking about the original reason people start, start drinking beer. Uh, and it's not, it's not because is crucial. it's not, yeah, the alcohol is, is crucial. You're it's, 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 it's a cheap way to get licked. It's easily, easily accessible. Um, uh, around the world, more so in some places than than others. Mike's right about the history of it, and yes, at one point water was too uh, full of germs and and viruses to to drink, and and beer was the safe option. Um, I'm speaking about the here and now because honestly, I don't just because something has historical merit doesn't necessarily make me think it has merit uh, merit today. And I just like as somebody who doesn't like beer. Uh, I'm able to sort of step on the out, like look from the outside in and say, what are the merits uh, of this beverage? Um, the pros, the amount of happiness, say that it bestows on people, versus the cons. 
And I see a tremendous amount of cons. Uh, I see, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, health problems associated uh, with with especially overconsumption of beer. I see uh, alcoholism. Uh, you know, I, I see, um, and, and, and I just, I just, I see a tremendous amount of, you know, money spent on a beverage that I think has has little redeeming value. That's that's my that's my, my take on it. Give. give you know, sell me beer, guys. What's what's why, why should I want beer? <laughs> it's it's funny because I'm like um, the whole time I've been thinking about beer drinkers, and then uh, I'm going to say you know there, there's two types of people in the in the world: the um, uh, those who divide people into two groups and those who don't. I'm one of the former. I stole that joke from somebody. But <laughs> in any case, um, I, I'm going to divide beer drinkers into two groups. Um, people who are kind of as Crofton describes, and they may be the majority, uh, the people who want to have 12 beers and prefer it to taste as close to water as possible, where their, drink, their beers of choice are Budweiser or Blue, something Blue's along. Blue a big one of my family. Coors, yeah, there's there's various ones, and you have your brand loyalty, and that's all you drink is that type, and you just try, you have enough to get inebriated. And then there are the type of people, and I would classify myself as this other type, who actually have acquired the taste, and I totally agree, you, it's a, it's an acquired taste, um, and like the flavor variations in beer. Uh, and one thing you can say about beer, which is true, is that there it is complex in taste uh, when you get into the micro brew level, or not even micro brew, just the varieties of beers available. If you compare like a Guinness, like a stout beer, to like a Bavarian lager, it is like night and day. I mean, it's still beer, but the flavors are so different. And there are undertones and there are complexities. It's the same reason why people like wine, uh, or coffee even for that matter, the, like the flavor tones. Whereas say, uh, if you drink something like say Coke, Coke always tastes like Coke. It's like, it's made to taste the same all the time. But beer, if you are someone who likes the, the complex flavors, you can drink a different beer almost every day of your life and have a, di- a slightly different flavor experience. You're always drinking beer, um, but it is complex in flavor and it is interesting. And then, it, and, and I, that's what I like about it because I'm not one of the types of people who drink 12 beers. I'll drink one pint uh, almost always. Uh, I feel no effects of the alcohol because the percentage is low uh, and I'll, I'll be either I'll like it or I won't because there's Lots of beers I don't like, and lots of beers I do. So I would say that. Um, and I for- think that's I think that's a well made well made point. Um, I'm not sure that that's an appealing element to me in in the same sense as like there could be 24 restaurants that serve pizza in com- make it completely different ways. But as soon as you find the pizza you like, you're probably going to keep ordering from that that same restaurant. You're not going to. There's some people that may get into tasting a zillion types of beers. But uh, the reality is, most people drink one or two beers. They settle on the ones that they like, and the 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 mega swill works on manufacturing the exact same taste in the same way that you would get a Coke or a Pepsi. When you open that bottle, you should be it should be tasting exactly the same as the last bottle of mega swill that you had, right? So uh, I think I think that. When I think about beer, the my my issue is while while you're right, Mike, and you, and and if you want to do the whole dividing it into two groups of people, I just see one group as being well bigger than the other, and I see so many um, so many things that annoys me, or that that uh, so many health issues and so many um, so many social issues stemming from that that I don't see the the merit of the beverage having multi 
faceted flavoring doesn't doesn't uh, seem to balance that out for me as somebody from the outside if i was an alien coming down from space and looking at this thing and saying is this good bad or bullshit i feel like i feel like as an uh, impartial observer from the outside you would have to realize that it it's doing almost more harm than good but, as a see, beverage but i i think you're honestly confusing issues here um i think what you're what you're saying and i wouldn't disagree but in the sense that what you're describing is uh, alcoholism, which beer can play a factor in, or or, um, but really it's overconsumption of one thing. So, like I, I agree, alcoholism is bad. We're not talking about alcoholism. We're talking about beer. If you drink one beer, you're you know a couple times a week, you're not an alcoholic. Um, it's it's like saying um, you know. Uh, food is bad because if you eat way, way too much food, you become obese and you have all kinds of health issues. So it's it's not the thing that's the, the, that's bad. It's it's addiction to that thing. It's overconsumption of that thing, and that can occur in all I, kinds of different places. So we're well, like, yeah, no, I understand. You keep I, I, I'm on not, the people who get drunk on beer. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm harping on beer. I'm I'm using like in. I understand what you're saying, and you're trying to say I'm confusing the issue, but I I don't think I am. It's it's the same as like. Like if we were having a conversation about heroin uh, and I was talking about drug addiction and you're like, whoa, whoa, we're not talking about drug addiction. We're talking about heroin here. I'd be like, okay, well then I guess heroin's good, you know, like, but, but no, it's, it, it doesn't work that way. Beer is one of the most drank alcoholic beverages in the world. Uh, so by association, alcoholism, which is one of the negatives I mentioned and definitely not the, like binge drinking is, could be construed as one type of alcohol, you know, alcoholism, but like, it's also it's also a di- you know a different thing, and I look at the the social ills sort of associated uh, with beer, and like yeah, I have you know I have prejudices. I assume that like somebody who's like drinking twelve beers is more prone to you know uh, being loud, obnoxious, and littering. Like I know that those things aren't necessarily. <laughs> I know those things aren't necessarily like associated. Public defecation and, and, and stuff. <laughs> it's true. But you know, yeah, check in check Wakefield, in Wakefield where I grew up, there's this like along the the road there was there's this ditch and 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 I would go along there as a as a kid collecting uh, cans and and beer bottles essentially to take to the store to get like m- you know money and stuff. Um, I was essentially training to be I was training to be a homeless person. Um, but uh, but you failed in that, Crofton. Yeah, no, I unfortunately got a job, but. Uh, I I did I what I did take away from that was was that there's a shit ton of beer cans above and beyond and beer bottles above and beyond anything else so that's where that littering association comes from um and so I just I just see the social ills associated with with beer and I just don't th- see the merits balancing them out yeah, that's it's funny because like my dad, it, 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 like my dad is a big um. You know, uh, you guys know the, those Tassimo machines for coffee. You know what? You know, like the little yeah, cartridges. Yeah, they're travesty. You get? But yes, I yeah, know. Yeah, well, my, my my dad has one. <laughs> I don't think he likes having it. I think uh, his his I guess fiance Donna now. Anyways, um, he takes those and he cleans them out, and he uses the coffee for mulch, and he saves the canisters for recycling i know of no one who does that everyone throws them out i'm impressed your dad does that. i know well my dad's taking this turn where he's trying to save the world and 
he's yeah, always been a the, the no, truck he's an outdoorsman, and there's always at well, in his words for you know assholes who um, throw their beer bottles, and he hates them. And my dad drinks a lot of beer constantly, daily, except at work, which is the only acceptable excuse for not having alcohol in your system. Basically, <laughs> um, you know, he picks up the bottles. He hates littering. He loves nature, and so it's like I think. You know, just to, you know, as a child, you don't think of these things, but I, I'm here to tell you now that um, there are definitely, you know, uh, people who love to drink lots of beer who, you know, don't support the littering part. But anyways, it's kind of kind of a long aside, but, you know, I want you to know there, there, there are champions out there, Crofton. <laughs> yeah, like, and, and not only people who, like Bo's dad, is in the category of mass consumption of a certain in brand his, of beer. In his words, he's a functional alcoholic, and he's okay with it. He's proud of it, actually. Uh, yeah, and then I, I think most of the people who go and who are more like me and enjoy it, like, when I drink a pint at the pub, I don't take the glass and go smash it in the street before urinating on the sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> because again, it's like over. You know, if you overindulge in things, maybe you know you behave badly. Yeah, which, especially which, things that can affect your mental state. Which which, which, which brings can. me to the merits of beer. Because um, I went for a long time. I was you know kind of a, like I was a straight edge in high school, and I really avoided drugs and alcohol for a large part what? of high school. I knew you in a high school. Well, no, no, hang Wait, on. You for the majority, and then um, when I turned eighteen, all of a sudden I I, I had I went to a party. This and is I, not I started true. drinking beer. No, no, it's true. I had no. no yes, it's it is true. true. It's absolutely true. It's, it's not, not that true. it wasn't the first time I drank beer, but it was the first time in a social, you know, I was straight edge for a while. I took pride in the fact that I, I do it. And in my last year of high school, I turned 18 and, you know, I met a girl and she smoked weed and that made me want to go out and smoke weed and, and drink beer. And I was at a party and I started drinking beer and I couldn't believe how social I was with everyone. I mean, I was talking to everybody. And and that remains true now. Like, if I'm, you know, if, if you're feeling sort of introverted, you know, a, a way to start talking to people, you know, to meet members of the opposite sex or of the same sex, if that's your thing, you know, one great way to do that, if you're feeling shy, is to drink, like, not drink your brains out, um, but to drink alcohol definitely... Uh, pulls down those inhibition barriers and um, gets you socializing, gets you sort of feeling good. And and that can be a really positive force that you can attribute to, like I would attribute to my experience with that drink that I can't attribute to any other drink. Like coffee might make me more energetic, but if I'm like feeling anxious or, or you know, like still sort of closed in, I'm just going to be full of energy, but still the same. It's, you know, like where I find drinking alcohol gets me, uh, you know, really chatty and yeah. friendly. You the know? social lub- social lubricant, as they call it. You know, that, yeah. that's a panty remover. Good, that's, that's, a, <laughs> that's a super good point, Bo. Uh, and one which uh, also applied to me. I did not drink any alcohol until I was like, what was it, 25 or 26? And, and, uh, and I would think that, that I was quite um, – um, I'd say anti-social for a long time, very shy, and I suffered from some anxiety in my early 20s and probably late teens, and I never I never consumed alcohol. And I would say that alcohol really did help me get over a hump of um, not being able to engage socially. And, uh, and Bo, you probably recall because w- when you were living in Kingston at the time and you came back to Ottawa and we would go out drinking, and um, that was the first time I was I – was, I did that kind of thing, and it really did help me become more social – and um, we went out dancing. <laughs> yeah, we had great times. And 
And and I think that you know both of us are not the type that it's never been a, a problem. I, I'd say there was at least a year where I drank enough, you know, uh, but I've never suffered from anything close to alcoholism. And uh, and it did serve a purpose for me there. You know, you know, um, we're not all lucky enough to be na- naturally um, confident. I guess <laughs> and sometimes uh, alcohol can help you get that courage to go up and talk to people or just um, get out of your shell a little bit. I think that that's a double-edged sword, though, because, uh, you know, I've also seen people, I don't want to point fingers, bo, bo, <coughs> um, that, uh, that have drunk so much that got confident to the extent that it almost become, they become out of control. And, and you see, you see, um, you see people like, uh, you know, I think soccer hooligan crowds or something like that, that are fueled by beer, um, that, that, uh, you know, go completely, go completely out of control. Brazil passed a law, um, that, uh, that became very controversial during the world cup to not have beer at sporting events. And, uh, and unfortunately for them, uh, I think it was Budweiser was a huge sponsor of FIFA, and FIFA said, "We do not care for your law. Um, you know, we have our sponsor, and we're going to have everybody get licked at our at our games, and you know, to hell with what happens." But that law existed because there had been tons of violence because the social lubricant associated with with uh, alcohol and beer, as the most accessible of these alcohols, uh, is one that can can get out of control control quickly right so but, i don't but know on, Austin, a- assholes you, ruin everything but no but beyond that you have to admit if people weren't drinking beer at soccer games they'd realize how boring they were and the sport would not be popular same, <laughs> that's, same, that's probably same goes true. for baseball and same goes for probably <laughs> football and most professional sports you need to be half drunk to enjoy them <laughs> yeah possibly i uh, say uh, refer to that. our episode on professional sports for some verdicts on that that's sub-topic. that's that's true but i i just again like i i you guys have brought out some great points with regards to the value of beer like what the social lubricant the the idea that it that it has you know multifaceted and flavors uh that that can entice people that are, are are willing to look past the mega swill and stuff. I guess I just keep coming back to the, as somebody who is not like maybe I have biases, but one of them is not the taste of beer. Because soon as you like something, Mike mentioned me and coffee earlier. Soon as you like something, it becomes that much more difficult to to uh, look at it kind of objectively and say like, what are the merits of this thing? And uh, and and for for me. Um, I definitely have biases with regards to beer, but I just feel like like on paper you make a list of the pros and the cons associated to this drink and and for me personally it just seems like the negatives outweigh the positives that's what i keep coming back to on it and and maybe it's because when bad stuff happens with regards to beer it often gets a lot of news attention it's you know it gets well, you, drinking you, and driving being a yeah really drinking and driving yeah for sure but again All, that's alcoholism if you could it, be drinking it, hot I know, liquor I know, but let it, I bet you if you broke that down, a sizable percentage of it would be stemming from beer. And I don't want to ignore all the social ills associated to beer just because, um, you know, like we're not talking about drinking and driving specifically, right? It it is something that 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 come that comes from it. And I just see so much negative stuff. And yeah, like yeah, it's a fun drink. Yeah, it makes me, you know. Uh, 
gives me a buzz from time to time. And for people like Mike who don't drink necessarily that much, like I can definitely see the merits, but I really feel that he's in the minority of people. Most people drink a lot of beer, but, and I think the world would probably be a better place if you remove beer from it. Well, see, I would say that that's true. I would I would replace beer with alcohol, and 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 agree with you for sure. Um, I think that the, the thing about beer, um, and and the drink, because I I don't disagree with what you're saying, but I think it's it's really a specific. Uh, sort of subculture of beer drinkers and subculture it may be a dominant culture but there's a certain type of person who consumes a lot of beer you know watches sports is kind of crude the kind of people that throw their beer bottles out their truck window into the ditch there's a lot of people like that in this country and in the united states as well and many other places uh but that's a that's a sort of a culture of kind of like excessive uh consumption of of beer as your choice of alcohol whereas in some other places like maybe you know i think a, you know in russia has a has some problem with alcohol it's a lot of like hard alcohol hard liquor in the form of vodka consumption um but we live in a in a, in a beer based alcohol consumption but but that's a that's like a subculture of it. and i just be like don't throw the baby out with the bath water i agree with all crofton's points because i do not like that culture either uh the, the people who you know get loaded and and make asses of themselves drinking beer and smashing bottles I'm not a fan at all but i do think there are merits to to the drink itself um yeah all right well i well, I, I, I just to, to to add on to that uh, i do I do also have issues with you know the 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 nouveau hipster microbrewery obsession. I also think that that it's it's uh, you know a little a little over the top. I if, if we were doing a wine tasting and sommeliers and stuff, I would have similar opinions to I have with regards to the beer tasting. So I don't I don't necessarily see that as a merit to. Uh, I feel it's a lot of posing and posturing and, and this sort of thing, and I, I'm not a huge fan of that either. That's, that's, so yeah, it's, it's, you don't like those things, but I mean, yeah. like, and but I like I like coffee and all the coffee tasting and and the oh, I want this from this country and this sort of I I, I could not care less. Like it's really, Starbucksification of a lot of like this boutique industry. Um, like a hair salon just opened up underneath me that like seriously is not what you'd think of as a traditional barbershop it's very if they have a record player in the front window sounds <laughs> and, like a hipster yeah and every, every guy in there is has like a a beard and is wearing a lumberjack shirt but these are not men who work <laughs> you well, know, they're but, dainty and it's like you, i just want to point out something about because i've been enjoying sort of crofton's kind of quasi hypocrisy on this on this topic because what he just described himself as as a coffee drinker is the exact type of beer drinker who he despises the one who don't the ones who don't actually care about flavor or quality of the thing they consume they just want its effects uh, I because think, for me I with coffee you're, it really you're is trying if to, it's not good i won't drink it but you're you're trying to look for a narrative that doesn't exist in what i'm saying cuz that's the furthest thing from the truth in terms of the coffee that I do drink. For instance, I have never to this day had a, had Tim Hortons coffee in my entire life, which is the mainstream coffee in Canada. I, yes, I have. There's some coffees that I like, you know, more than other coffees. But I'm not an obsessive where I'm like going through and being like, "Ooh, I want to," you know, "I want to try this coffee or that coffee or this." You know, I'm not going to have this because it's made because by a big industry. Because you're drinking it for the caffeine, not for the flavor. So I am drinking it for the flavor, but also the caffeine. You're absolutely right. I'm drinking it for both. 
that said, my verdict with regards to coffee will be similar to whatever my verdict is uh, with regards to beer, if not exactly the same. So it's not hypocrisy when it's the same. Oh, I heard the verdict. That's the verdict, Gavel. So time should I just and... roll in? As Go I'm, for it. As I, I think you're leaning one way, so let's hear it. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I think I think at this point, if you've been listening to me rant and rave, and uh, you know, let's be fair, almost anybody listening to this podcast drinks beer. I would be very surprised if you can get through an entire podcast without drinking beer. Um, but uh, <laughs> whoa, slam on all our listeners! Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> that was actually a slam on us. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, true. It was Double. like a slam oh, on everything. You're just doing Mount Everest <laughs> kicks, dude. <laughs> so so uh, what I was gonna say uh, was. Wh- was that um, I, I just think that th- that beer in particular it and Mike mentioned alcohol writ large and and I have opinions with regards to that but really focusing uh, on, on beer I am cognizant of of the fact that it has a multitude uh, of flavors I am cognizant of the fact that it makes tons of people happy that they just look forward to to getting home from a tough day of work to break open a cold beer. I get it. I really do. Like, I don't particularly like beer myself, which makes um, coming up with a verdict much easier. But I understand its appeal to people. I understand the social lubricant part. I do. I also understand the negatives that come out of that. So really, anybody who's been listening to me rant this whole time has been thinking, like, is he going to say that beer is bullshit or is he just going to say that it's bad? And honestly, I didn't know most of the time when, when I was talking and I was thinking about more and more about it. And I think the difference here between it and coffee is that for me is that I, I like coffee and I don't like beer. And honestly, that that's going to play into whatever I'm reviewing on this show. And so taking the fact that like from an objective point of view, if you were looking at this beverage and the benefits and, and, and and the social ills and everything, and you, you sort of put it into a jar and you shook it up and you took a look and to see if it turned out to be good or bad, I think it would lean towards bad. And I think that I am comfortable in saying, due to the fact I don't like it, due to the fact I don't like all these things it causes from drinking and driving to alcoholism to hooliganism to whatever you want to call it, um, I'm going to say that beer as a beverage is bad. All right. Well, um, <clears throat> that was a very, I, I feel like you're on a spectrum, Crofton. So here I am coming in on a different side of the spectrum. Um, and I don't think, and this is just my bias, I don't think we talked enough about the awesomeness of alcohol consumption. Um, I've, I'm, I'm kind of going through like a long period uh, right now where I can't actually drink beer. Like there's times we've gone out and, uh, you know, people are having beer and I, I'm just not into it. And, and I'm having a hard time figuring out why. And I think it's mostly because, A, I don't care for the t- actual taste that much, to be honest. I'd rather have like a, a Long Island iced tea or something tasty when it comes to an alcohol beverage. And the other thing is that like having a beer makes me sluggish and I usually like to be alert and, and, and on, you know, and I find that as I've gotten older, I'm a little less, I'm pretty easygoing and pretty, it's pretty easy for me to interact with people, um, without the need for alcohol. So I haven't been drinking it. Um, and I have a bunch in my house and I never touch it, um, even casually. But that being said, I've had a lot of, I've had good experiences drinking alcohol. I've had 
things that are probably bad experiences, but you know, because nobody died, it's it's okay, right? You know, like you know, people who've broken glass windows or all those things that that Crofton alluded to in my life. Um, <clears throat> you know, alcohol is good good lubricant for socialization, but it's also good for fighting and fucking. And, um, you know, I'll take the fucking, but not the fighting so much. And, and certainly people have been hurt or killed with this. So it's hard not to talk about drug addiction and alcohol impairment and then just talk about beer like, oh, it's just a beverage you can drink. Um, so which leaves me sort of like confused about it. But ultimately, like, I think a lot of us owe our lives to the fact that beers exist because your parents probably would never have gotten married or had sex if they hadn't been drinking alcohol. At least I'm sure that's true in the case of a lot of people. And, and that has to be a good thing. I mean, you got to be happy that you're alive. So, um, I think the real issue with beer is that they need to work on some genetic strains to make it, make the, the after effects like the hangover less bad or gone. And find way other ways to sort of improve the the taste of it um, and make it more palatable. And I'm not a big fan of it of alcohol in beer form. So for that reason, I'm going to say I think beer is bullshit. And I'd go with uh, as I as I mentioned earlier in the show, I'd go with uh, spirits or something more flavorful and tasty for my palate. Yeah. If bullshit. you had straight up spirits you would not think that's flavorful okay <laughs> fine long island iced tea or give me a sex yeah, on the beach like, or a pan galactic gargle blaster yeah or drinks um okay yeah. uh so so beer um <laughs> i mean i feel like i was defending beer throughout this podcast so i'll just go right out and say it. i think beer is good just get it right out of the way, uh, I think that alcoholism is bad. I think that lad culture is annoying and obnoxious. And I think neither of those things are beer. And beer on its own, um, you know, if you take those other things aside, has thousands of years of history. Um, the, the flavors have evolved over time. I think that it's a, it's a, it's a beverage you can appreciate um, – if your palate is more refined, I, I said that just to make Crofton annoyed because I know he's probably annoyed at uh, me I'm suggesting. already annoyed. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean such that if you can uh, appreciate um, it, it, that it is an acquired taste and that once you get – once you do acquire that taste, there's a lot to it and, and it can be enjoyable. And I, I like I – like a, a nice cold glass of beer of all different types. I like a stout. I like a lager. I like red beers. I like brown beers. I like all kinds of beer. And usually I like one beer in the same way that I like, you know, one cup of coffee. If I drink 12 cups of coffee in a row, I would not be liking coffee in the same way that if you drink 12 beers in a row, you'd probably be under the table throwing up. Um, it's all things in moderation. Beer in moderation is not bad for you from a health perspective. And this is true. Um, if you have one beer a couple times a week, there's a health benefit to that amount of alcohol and um, and people who uh, abuse stuff and I think we live in a society of overconsumption and who ab- abuse that thing give it a kind of bad rap and that is an issue with us in our society I, I totally agree with Crofton's and a uh, point on that but yeah as a whole I think it's a good thing I think it's got a lot of history um, there's positive benefits it's got some negatives but all in all it's a good thing sweet we got the full spread I, I yeah I know you always get excited when that happens. Um, Full uh, spread. Oh, just bread, to just bread. to say to Mike, because Mike called me a hypocrite about eighteen different ways this podcast. <laughs> I, I would like to point out that if nine if nineteen 
your 20 year old Mice Burdick right now, he would roll his eyes back because he was, Mike has, and I give full credit to Evolving Opinions. Mike was shitting all over Bo for his, uh, you know, version of his uh, high school years. Well, I, I will tell you that old Mike would not appreciate new Mike's verdict. No, that's true. I was definitely anti beer, but that was before I um, acquired Got the Got wasted. No, see, like, that's not even <laughs> I'm, it. I'm uh, just you, kidding. You see now me I'm trolling beer. you. I cannot remember the last time I was drunk, and it w- and the last time I was drunk was not on beer. So there you go. You showed me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Speaking of uh, showing Crofton, uh, if you want to show Crofton uh, one of your drunk stories or just your thoughts and opinions on beer, you can send us an email at goodbadbull at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to find out more about our show – or recommend us to your friends, which we think would be really cool of you, you can send them to our website, uh, goodbadbull.com, and there you can find uh, links to follow us on Twitter, to like us on Facebook, and uh, to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or um, use uh, an RSS reader uh, with our XML uh, uh, feed. Um, Yeah, goodbadbull.com. Send people there today. All right, uh, Crofton, if our listeners want to find out a little bit more about you specifically, um, where can our listeners do that? Well, if they want, they can follow me on Twitter, at Crofton Steers. Tweet my way. Maybe we can go out for some drinks. Uh, And uh, if our (laughs) listeners want to find out more about you, Michael, where can they specifically find you? Well, I would suggest our listeners who, as as Crofton pointed out, are all now drunk because they've made it through one of our podcasts and are a bunch of luscious to begin with, uh, that they should use the social lubrication of the alcohol to get in contact with me, direct me, send me a tweet at ML Hodgins and uh, and tell me how much uh, you enjoyed consuming those 12 beers during this episode. Yeah, yeah, and you can find me at Bo Schwartz. I, and also, send me drink recommendations. I know it's not beer-related, but um, if you have a pretty awesome like mixed drink, um, I have like a ton of alcohol in my house. I'd love to hear uh, what your recommendation is for a good drink, and I'll drink it on an upcoming oh, you episode. Know what you, sh- you know what you should check out, Bo? A stuff you should know um, on their website. Josh put together a list of his top favorite cocktail, like alcoholic beverage cocktails of all time. Oh, and he's like a hardcore drink. Well, not a hardcore drinker, but he likes beer. He likes his yeah. whiskey or scotch or whatever. Good old anyway, Josh. You should, check, you should check that out. Josh is cool. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see my eyes roll over this podcast because there's no Pod- visual component. Podcast nerd <laughs> aside. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys are podcast nerds. Um, oh, but that said, I value all our listeners, even the drunks. Dallas. Just because someone like sleeps through a thing doesn't mean that they don't really love a thing, you know.